0: Losing Weight to Gain Control. Hi, and welcome to the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. My name is Gwen Alexander, and I'm the author of the book, Losing Weight to Gain Control, Loving Your Weight Maintenance Journey. I have been pondering for a while about what the theme of my first podcast would be. Do I just dive in and start talking about food plans and exercise routines? Well, I decided on today's podcast to introduce myself to you. I wanted to tell you about my weight maintenance journey. Now, as of today, I have lost 70 pounds and it took me about three years to take it off. I've lost 12 and a half inches off my waist and 12 and a half inches off my hip area. In the last year, I've been working on maintaining. I had lost weight before and gained it back. I'm sure there are many of you listening right now that have probably been through the same thing. But something for me was different this time from the other times. I've heard other people that have lost a lot of weight and kept it off say the same thing. Something inside them said, this is it. Enough is enough. Now, I grew up in southern Louisiana, and I think the motto of the state is, we don't eat to live, we live to eat. I loved gumbo was a main staple that we ate. Uh, Anything seafood, like crawfish, etouffee, or anything with shrimp in it, or fried. And we also had these things called beignets, which was like a fried bread, and then you would sprinkle powdered sugar on it. Now in my family we didn't eat very regularly. Uh, Sunday was usually the day when uh, we had when something was cooked but most of the foods that we ate were fried in a lot of grease or even baked in grease. During the week we ate things like hot dogs, sandwiches, pizza, and pre-made hamburger patties. I think they still sell those. My family did the best with what they could afford. What we ate set my eating habits though for the next several years. When I was a child I would hear phrases like wow you're getting so big. Now in my child mind I heard you're getting so fat. When I look back on pictures from the time when I was around eight years old I realized I wasn't fat. I was taller than the other kids but wasn't fat. Eventually though I did start to gain weight. I started using food as a way to deal with my emotions. Some of the adults in my family used alcohol or drugs to self-medicate themselves. I used food as my drug. I ate my feelings that I had of fear, my feelings of loneliness, my feelings of not feeling loved. There were times I would eat to the point I didn't feel anything. I've gotten strange looks from my friends when I told them this, but it's the truth. I was at the point that I could eat a 16-inch pizza and would think I could eat more. I would eat king size candy bars and potato chips and still never felt satisfied. I couldn't figure out what was so wrong with me. Why did I eat like this? There were members of my family that were concerned about my weight. They would make comments like, you don't need to eat that. Or would say I was eating too much while they were eating the same things that I was eating. They didn't understand my weight gain was due to the fact I was eating more calories than my body needed. And I was very inactive. I didn't actually like to go play outside with the other kids. My grandmother had me wearing girdles when I was in the first grade because she said they would keep me from gaining weight. Well, it didn't work. I eventually stopped wearing them, and then by the seventh grade, because they made my stomach hurt. I don't think they noticed I stopped when I stopped wearing them, though. I was also teased as a child, and I was wasn't told I was pretty. I even had a relative tell me I was a BBW. Now, for those of you that don't know, um, a BBW was a big beautiful woman, but she told me it meant I was big, black, and wide. And if you haven't seen any pictures of me, I'm an African-American woman. I remember after I was told this, I started shutting down emotionally. I was learning even more to not talk about my feelings, but to eat them. Now, I estimate I was 250 or 260 pounds when I graduated high school. And uh, that was many years ago. (laughs) I estimate because I don't remember ever getting on a scale, except maybe at a doctor's office. I was wearing a women's size 24 in clothing, which was almost the largest size that you could buy for women uh, at that time, and that was in the early 1990s. Then I went to college, and my eating habits I had developed as a child came along with me. Now, I could have access to candy bars and fast food and anything else I wanted, and no one was there to say anything about the way I was eating. But I started thinking about my health for the first time. I remember going to McDonald's at midnight and I bought a double quarter pounder with cheese. I supersized my fries, which you could still buy those then. And I got a large soda. And then don't forget the sundae. I went back to my dorm room, ate all of that. And then the last thought I had before I went to bed was, I might have a heart attack. It wasn't until the end of my junior year in college, and that was in the late 90s, that had decided I've got to lose some weight. This is killing me. I went to Barnes & Noble, a bookstore, and found a cookbook that told me how many calories I needed to eat, and it also had some recipes. I bought a scale and weighed myself for the first time in my life. The scale said I was 270 pounds. Those size 24s had turned into a size 26 that was very snug. My goal at that time was to lose 100 pounds in one year. Why 100? I don't know. Why in a year? It just sounded good. I thought I would be happy when I lost the weight and life would be grand. I lost the weight in a year and still wasn't happy. I then decided, well, I just hadn't lost enough. I should lose more. Now, all this time I was eating around 1500 calories a day and exercise at an hour or more like six to seven days a week. I did lose another 15 pounds and I still thought I needed to lose another 10. I was down to 155 pounds and my height is five feet six inches and this was all by my senior year in college. I was also I also started eating below a thousand calories which I didn't know at that time was very dangerous and you should not do that I had lost all of that weight and I still was not happy. I was able to keep it off for about three years, but it was a lot of hard work. I thought I was doing something wrong. Shouldn't this be easier? I gained all the weight back in 2001 when I was married. Now the marriage only lasted a little over a year and it wasn't a very healthy relationship. Any self-esteem I had uh, was gone after I went through the divorce. I wish I could say I once again lost the weight in a healthier way, but I didn't. Between 2002 and 2004, I tried to lose the weight several times and failed to lose it and to keep it off. Why couldn't I replicate what I had done years earlier? I mean, it it had worked before, so, so why wasn't it working now? I'm trying to condense years of weight loss drama into a few minutes here for you. I pretty much gave up on taking the weight off between 2004 and 2011. What I should say is I gave up on me between 2004 and 2011. Because it wasn't just about the weight. It was about using food as a way to punish myself and keep people away from me. I had been hurt emotionally so much. I realized now I was in some ways using the extra weight to keep people from getting close to me. In 2011, though, something happened. It wasn't all at once. During the summer that year, there was one day when I got home from work. I put my dinner in the microwave. Then I went in the refrigerator and started eating any leftovers uh, I could find while my food was heating up. I don't remember what I ate but I know I stuffed myself. I never called myself a binge eater, but a stuffer because I felt if I stuffed enough food in me, I would stuff my feelings down. After that stuffing episode, I sat down in my lazy boy chair and I proceeded to cry. I couldn't understand why did I just do that? What in the world just happened? I still don't really, uh I still didn't really take action Uh, to make any changes in my life at that time. But that was my, I have had enough day. In October of 2011, I sat down at my desk and I made a list of things I did to lose the weight years earlier. I wrote down what steps did I take then to lose the weight. Then at the bottom of the paper, I made a list of things I could do now that could fit into my life to help me begin the process of losing the weight. Then I took that piece of paper, I folded it in half, and I put it in my desk drawer. Again, even though I didn't do anything at that time, I was constantly thinking about that list. Then on December 7th of 2011 was the day I finally took some action. I bought a small notebook for a dollar and started tracking my food. I kept track of my calories, my fat, and my carbohydrates. There was a little voice in my head that kept asking me, why would you think this time will be different? I mean, come on, it's the holiday season. It's Christmas will be coming up. Do you really think this is a good time to start a healthy eating plan? I didn't care. I had started again and I knew I couldn't live this way anymore. I was done. But my mindset gradually changed over the last few years. while losing the weight. I started off like I did before saying I was going to lose 100 pounds in a year. When I didn't lose the 100 pounds in a year, I decided to keep going anyway. This time I was changing my mindset. I kept telling myself I'm in the maintenance mindset. I'm in a maintenance mindset and I've been trying to think, okay, how do I define the maintenance mindset and here's what I've come up with. The maintenance mindset is taking the steps necessary to lose the invisible weight while losing the physical weight. This way, you can keep the weight off for a lifetime and not just a short time. You see, weight maintenance was my goal this time, not just losing it. I didn't care how long it would take, I wanted to lose the weight with habits I could maintain for a lifetime. I started working on other things while working on losing the weight. I started looking at my relationships. Did I need to end some or did I need to limit my contact with some people? I started taking better care of myself. I took time to do things I enjoy like going to historical reenactments. I know it sounds kind of nerdy, but it's what I like to do. I even got to the point where I started dressing in the period clothes from the historical era and I've gotten to make lots of friends from people who, who do these types of things. Another thing I did differently this time was I dressed my best for the weight I was at. When I had lost the weight before, I waited until I lost the 100 the pounds before I started to buy nice clothes. But I didn't want to do that this time. I dressed for what weight I was and dressed as best as I could. I started paying more attention to when I needed rest instead of pushing myself to the point of exhaustion. I finally figured out it wasn't just about the food and exercise. It was about taking the steps to lose the invisible fat. I'll tell you it's easier to concentrate on the physical fat than the invisible. But that's why I failed in the past to keep the weight off. Like any journey, you always want to make sure you're going the right way to get to where you want to go. Daily and sometimes weekly, I look at what I need to make adjustments to keep myself on the right path. My takeaway for you today is this. Start getting into the maintenance mindset. Work on the invisible weight while you're working on losing the physical weight. In future episodes, I'll cover topics of things I've learned while losing the weight and trying to maintain it. I'm also thinking about what guests I would like to have on the show to help you to continue on your journey or to even get started. I'd like to hear from you. I'd like to hear your stories of where you are in your weight journey and also any suggestions on topics you might like me to like to talk about. If you go to my website, thegwynalexander.com. Go to the contact part of the website and you can fill in the information and let me know. Also, you can purchase a copy of my book, Losing Weight to Gain Control, Loving Your Weight Maintenance Journey through Amazon.com. I hope today's episode has encouraged you to start your journey or continue on your journey. Until next time, don't be afraid to take the first step to begin your weight maintenance journey. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise program.